Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. You know, the best thing about my guest today is that when you're running for Congress, basically unopposed, you don't have to spend time on the campaign trail. You can just come in studio and hang out with me on my podcast. Uh, please welcome to Mark K. Saves the Republic, the Congress critter from Florida's third district, Congresswoman Kat Kamak. <laughs> Thank you for being. Now, last time we spoke was on the phone, yes. which was okay, but you were in Washington, and Washington, there's all kinds of limitations as to what you can say, right? Yeah, especially when you're on the Capitol, you know, uh, footprint. Yeah, you know that whole complex. You you're kind of restricted in what you can and cannot say. Yeah, you can't. Like we couldn't talk about the uh, your reelection campaign, for example, because That's that true. would be a violation of what the Hatch Act or the Hitch Act or the Hoochie Act or something. <laughs> One of those. Why you got to go to the hoochie, Mark? <laughs> well, you know, Clay County. I just figured. And I was just told by the congresswoman herself, nothing is off limits. And can I swear? Those were the two. Which, and I said, yeah, I'm yes. pretty. I've heard you in the past. I'm pretty sure you're military, right? I mean, you. No, no, no. You I come oh, from a military family. Come from a military family. I did get my master's degree from the Naval War College. Okay. But I did it as a civilian. I, I had an incredible opportunity to do that when I was working for a member of Congress. Yeah. And I saw, you know, um, so many of these these staffers who were working on military issues and defense. And even though I'd come from a military family, sure, uh, I really felt that it was disingenuous to be working on military issues if I didn't really know how to war game and, and plan. Wow. And so, when- so you were Charlie and Top Gun. Right. You were like, you knew everything about military conflict and how it worked, but you were not. She's not an officer, so you do not salute her. Yes, I can plan a war, but more importantly, I can get us out of one. That's fantastic. That is the thing. We may, that, that's the trick. That, that may be what we need here in just a minute. <laughs> that's a good skill to have in 2022. Apparently. Who knew? I, who knew? Uh, now, staring down the barrel of World War Three. <laughs> before we get to that, before we get to avoiding nuclear conflict. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. How are the chickens, by the way? Are they good? They're great. Yeah, they're great. I was actually on the phone with my husband driving up here and um, and he's like, I love it. I walk out the back and our chickens just flock to me. (laughs) It's like the alpha chicken. Yeah, it's like the superpower (laughs) that he's always wanted, but never knew he needed. (laughs) How many chickens in your flock? We got about a dozen. Wow, that's a lot of chickens. Yeah. I mean, they, they give us eggs, so yeah. we can I can literally make anything with eggs. Oh, so they're egg chickens. They're not like fried chickens. Absolutely not. They've right. got names. They're, they're family. Do you know all 12 of your chickens' names? Absolutely. All right. What, what are the 12 uh, Cat Camac chicken names? Oh, my goodness. Okay. So Flipper. Uh-huh. Of course. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Do you sure you want to go down this road? I wasn't sure we were going to start with Flipper. Okay. But okay well, all right. All right. Flipper. Fli- Flipper's the cute one. Okay. Um, and then there's a Zoolander theme mm-hmm. going on here. So uh, the the one of the roosters is named Mugatu. Okay. And, uh, we did have a Hansel. What um, happened with Hansel? Uh, well, Hansel had to go because Hansel was very mean and he was big and um, Mugatu's little and and always angry. I but, got it. You yeah. know he 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 doesn't draw nearly as much blood as Hansel. Did. I got it. 
Uh, we have four Rondas. Four Rondas. Because we can't tell them apart. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's cheating. <laughs> that's my chicken Ronda, my other chicken Ronda. That's Ronda over there. Yeah, well, one I thought was a boy, so that's actually Ronald. Right. And then there's Raptor oh, Ronda, because Ronda, you know, Raptor Ronda looks like a little raptor. They are descendant from dinosaurs. They birds. are. That's yes. what I hear. Yes. So that's eight, right? Yeah. What are the other four? Uh, we have Blue, who Blue. actually acts like a raptor. She chases birds. Okay. Um, we we have Goldie, who's very sweet yeah. and is golden. And then we have a handicapped chicken. Um, of course. Gotta, and we have a litany of names. Gotta, <laughs> Okay. This what? is how this is how uh, political careers are ended. Yeah. No. This is not in, not in Clay County. Uh, listen, we are so and, Len, and I want to talk to you about that too because you're in a very interesting position here in Florida. For those people that haven't heard, Florida is a really popular state with just about everybody. Yes. Our governor yes. has turned this into the oasis of freedom, and it's no lie. People are coming from every state in the union. Yes. So much so that in the last census, we won an additional House seat, a couple mm-hmm. more electoral votes. New York mm-hmm. lost. Uh, and we had to do some redistrict, uh, redistricting, and you really kind of got caught in the whole redistricting. You're the third district, but it's a little different this time around. Yeah, so I went from having six counties to 12. Okay. So my footprint basically doubled. Yeah. Um, I ended up losing Clay County. I know. They're really terrible. mad. <laughs> it's terrible. They're really upset. Yeah. I'll... We went to, uh, we were invited to the Republican women of Clay County. Yeah. Had an event where they had the three candidates before Aaron Bean won the primary. Mm-hmm. They had the three candidates there. They invited me to come out and speak. And uh, Jennifer Carroll was there. It was amazing. Yeah. But these people, they were, I've never seen a group of people more upset to lose oh. their representation. I and I was like, yeah, so uh, Kat's not your representative anymore. And there was like a, it was like the record scratch in the party. Like, mm-hmm. please don't bring it up. We're all in mourning, which oh. I knew people liked politicians, but you know, I don't know what you're doing to these folks, but they, they love you so much. Well, it it has been um, it's been really sad because, you know, just actually before coming here, I was touring one of the VA clinics we have in Clay County. Yeah. And we fought for several years to get that facility. And I had vets coming up to me and talking to me about some of the issues they were going through. And they're like, I looked at my ballot and you weren't on it. And I keep telling people no matter where you are, whether it's Clay County or Putnam County or heck, Iowa, Nevada, you know, no matter where in the country, just because you can't vote for me doesn't mean that I don't vote for you every day. Oh, look at that. That's that's a great that's great. And Aaron Bean, you know, I guess in that district, whoever the Republican nominee is, is probably going to go on to be the congressperson. Yeah. Yeah. Much like your new. Who are you even running against? I don't even know. I have a socialist. Okay. Running against me? <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> no, just one. They're, they're just yeah. coming out of the woodwork. Well, then you should be. You should be fine. I notice she's here having an interview with us thirty days before the election and not campaigning. So there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of certainty in this area. But Florida is really great. I see this new renaissance of political conservatism, not just Ron DeSantis. Yeah. You. Uh, Matt Gates, mm-hmm. you know, we've got up and down the dial. There seems to be. And then, of course, all these new Republicans coming in. It's really it's really phenomenal. Yeah. No, I love it. It's just a, it's almost like a new attitude. Yeah. It's like WWE, like the, the attitude like era. It. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm and, going for the macho man, Randy Savage. Yeah. Type oh, of yeah. <laughs> we got beef jerky. It's not Slim Jim. But you that's s- true. Snap. I don't know if y'all can see this, but I walked in and they were like, we got snacks and we got Celsius. They they came after my heart. heart. We uh, we did our homework. We, uh, we and, you know, we hacked into your personal diary. We found out what you like. Goldfish, beef jerky, Celsius, which are, you brought me something too, right? I Is did. That, I did. I, well, I brought the whole team. You so, brought the whole team? Uh, yes. You and Hannah. Is anybody left? Hannah, come over. We got gifts yes. from Kat. Oh, this I've never actually gotten a gift from a congressperson what? before. Okay. No. I brought y'all our our trademark no more chicken politician. Oh my god, I love it. 
It would, now, which chicken is that? Is that Flipper? It's actually Flipper. That's Flipper. All right. See, like I called it. I called it. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. So, and I thought this one was very appropriate. Oh, yeah. I love that. Don't New York my Florida yeah. with the gator on it. Yeah. That's fantastic. So I brought you all some shirts. Thank you so much. They brought you lots of big stickers. Oh, well, look at that. That is the biggest sticker I've ever seen. Yeah. That is huge. Wow. All right. Perfect. We're going to stick that on our boss's car before he leaves. <laughs> For sure. We're extra. Yeah. I love that. Yes. Oh, and then, wow, they loaded you all up, too. Um, keep your dreams big and your government small. What is that? Is that another sticker? Another sticker. Oh my God. Yeah, so more That's stickers. a great slogan. Keep uh, your dreams big and your government small. small. Uh, we love that. We're stealing that one for sure. You That's should. awesome. You should. Team cat stickers. No more chicken. No more chicken. Uh, oh, this is uh-huh. fantastic. Uh, then the big ones. <laughs> oh wait, that's the one going on our boss's car. Yeah, perfect. Jay, come put this on Jimmy's car. Uh, and then of course we the people representing, but Florida edition. Florida with the gator again. Yes. So, this is. So thank you so much for all of these. Thank you. Wait, and, no. <laughs> this is great. No, thank you so much for that. We'll give you some uh, Mark Casho stickers there you go. on the way out the door. You can. There's a trash can. You can just toss them in as you're leaving. <laughs> uh, all right. So let's talk a little bit. I think that's what most people do. They're like, oh, thanks for the sticker. I'm going to throw it in there. Oh, here. I'll uh, give that to you. Oh, thank you so much. So let's get into politics a little bit. Because, you know, there's a lot going on in this country. As you yeah. pointed out, the brink of nuclear war, which you know how to fix. <laughs> thank God. Well. Okay. You have ideas. Ideas. You have ideas. Uh, and one of the things that we talk about is the importance of the House of Representatives, which all in all, I mean, in all likelihood, it's going to flip to red. Yes. And then what? Kevin McCarthy becomes the Speaker of the House. Mm-hmm. It, explain how that's a done deal already, because I think people get confused because there's a vote. Yeah. But going into the vote, you know, it's it's him. Yeah. I mean, and I think that's that's been I, I don't want to say a foregone conclusion, but if you saw really behind the scenes about uh, what Kevin has done to bring in folks from the Freedom Caucus. Right. Um, you know, Marjorie Taylor Greene works with Kevin quite a bit on issues. Same with Jim Jordan and others. And. He has been in the mix of leadership for a long time. Now, that said, I know in the past, it's always kind of been a different attitude Mm -hmm. in Washington. And when you see what has happened over the last 20 months, I think you're going to see a new attitude out of even folks that have been considered, quote unquote, establishment. It's this, you've taken my folks off their committees. You've done unprecedented things. You have set a new standard, a new precedent for what a speaker is going to do. I think people are going to see a new Kevin McCarthy that they aren't anticipating. And um, uh, when you talk to folks on every side of the the political spectrum yeah. with regard to the Republican conference, people say he's doing a lot. He's had my back. And when people say, well, I wish it was Jim Jordan. Heck, I've had Jim Jordan down here. Hannah, you were with, with us at, at that event. I mean, Jim will be the first to tell you he's supporting Kevin McCarthy. Yeah. And Jim Jordan's so, going to be great on the Judici- Judiciary oh, Committee. I mean, there's no better he's person. He's going to rock that. There's, he's going to wake up every single day and he's yes. just going to, that's going to be his life. And yes. I think that's what we need. Uh, and I also think that what happens is, as you said, with the attitude, when there's a pervasive attitude in the House of Representatives, the yes. people that are maybe a little more likely to sway, sway that way as well, which mm. kind of, you know, the whole, what, the river and the ships and the boats all rise or something. I don't know, some. <laughs> There's some, that's another one of those sayings I don't really get behind, but uh, well, all right, so that's fantastic news. And we, um, we're looking at the Senate. We've been really kind of studying that right up North in Georgia. There's this very mm-hmm. controversial race with uh, Herschel Walker, mm-hmm. which is a dead heat. Pennsylvania got Dr. Oz, which is a dead heat mm-hmm. as a Congresswoman, as somebody inside. What is your take on the Senate? I mean, I feel like it's always been doable and still is. I think it's still doable, yeah. but I don't feel as confident. And, right. and I hear a two, two, narratives as I go around the country and even here at home. 
I hear from Republicans that, hey, it's going to be a huge red wave. We really don't have to work that hard, mm-hmm. you know, because everyone says, you know, hey, you go to the gas station, you go to the grocery store, grocery store everything's just, yeah, you know. Yeah. And so people feel like it's a it's a done deal that we don't need to work for it. And that complacency is a little scary for mm-hmm. me. The second thing is people feel like the whole system's rigged. Doesn't matter if I get out and vote. Doesn't matter what we do. We're going to yeah. lose. That's a really, really depressing narrative. Yeah. Right. And so. While I do feel very confident about the House, I mean, just by the sheer fact that redistricting and the national sentiment is mm-hmm. moving in our direction with the Senate. I mean, you look at Arizona, you look at Nevada, you look at Ohio, Pennsylvania, Georgia. These are dead heats, like you said. Yeah. And and one little thing can change someone's mind. And some of these votes you look at heck, Ron DeSantis, he won by six thousand votes. Oh, we yeah. This close to having a crackhead for a governor I, in Florida. I, I know. I, I mean, <laughs> thank God. I, you know, Whew, thank I, God I know. for those 6,000 votes I mailed in. <laughs> Man, otherwise, we don't. You, oh, did, sorry. you did good. I, you know, you I do my, good. it's my civic duty. Well, if you're not cheating, you're not trying, apparently. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you know, big, uh, what is it? Big dreams, uh, small government. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, no, and I think you're right about that. And I know Marco Rubio, they've they've tried to make that into a tighter race than I it is. I don't but, think that's going to be. But Ron DeSantis, I mean, the the turnout for Republicans in Florida is fine. It, but, you know, Georgia and Arizona, I think they're looking at a similar thing. Can these Republican governors carry the day and help the yes. Senate uh, Senate candidates pull up? I heard with Sununu in, uh, you know, in Bullduck in, in New Hampshire now, they're saying that's possible because yes. Sununu is so... I mean, when's the last time we had a Republican senator from New Hampshire, from anywhere in New England? Uh, it's been it's been a while. I mean, yeah. I guess it was Ke- uh, Kelly Ayotte yeah. in New Hampshire. And, and, you know, I was in New Hampshire. I got to meet Don. I think he is one hell of a candidate. Yeah. I mean, he's a firebrand. He is going to go in. He's going to shake things up. I would love to see him in the Senate. And when you've got these big tickets um, like Sununu, Governor Sununu, yeah. I think you're going to drive people out. But it's the independents that are going to make or break these races. We get that same question that you said, you know, why should I even vote? My vote doesn't matter. And that's probably one of the most common questions we, whenever we're on the air, people are calling. I have to convince them that, you know, voting is really all you have at this point to do. Mm -hmm. It's so simple. Um, But the other question that comes up is, okay, we win the House of Representatives. The Democrats still have the Senate. Joe Biden's still hobbling around the Oval Office. What actually can we do just holding the House of Representatives? And that's a great question. What is it that that happens in the next two years if the Republicans take over the House? Well, at that point, there's really two things that can happen. If we just have the House, not the Senate, and of course, we'll have Joe Biden for the next two years. Yeah. Two things. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't like what comes after. No, I I understand. That's a great point. That's a great point. We got to always look forward. Number two is just perpetually a word salad that still doesn't make sense today. Number two is literally number two in this case. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. Um, So when we're thinking about the options at the table, we either turn into a a, a massive compromise, yeah. meaning that everything that the Senate, the Senate becomes the driver of all the legislation, which is fundamentally incorrect. And it's not how the founders envisioned it. Um, that would be a worst case scenario where all of a sudden we start caving on all these big ticket items. Right. You know, that's something that we don't want to happen. One thing that could come out if we don't win the Senate back is that we actually start forcing the Senate into very tough positions. But that is going to require Republicans for the first time in a long time actually getting out there. Yeah. And one, explaining these issues. I, I can't tell you how many times I'll, I'll tell people, hey, this is what's going on behind the scenes. And they're like, well, wait a minute. No one's ever talking about that. Why don't we know these things? Yeah. And I'm like, if you tell people what's going on, they'll get involved. They'll do their part. But if we continue to try to be the smartest people in the room and, and business as usual, we're going to turn the American people away from us. 
So if we get out there and it's this new attitude that we're talking about, you yeah. have these people who care more about the 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 aspect of getting things done than the political party. Holy smokes. The House could be majorly powerful in driving the agenda because we've heard from people like Biden and Obama. I'm just going to use my pen and my phone. Right. Well, we're going to defund your pen and your phone. Yeah, that's exa- <laughs> so that's the first step. Yes. What's the second thing then you can do? Well, that's the thing that we're doing now, which yeah. is we've got the plan. Yeah. We have the plan in place. We're going to recruit 200,000 new police officers locally, get them funded properly. We're going to get domestic oil production going. We're going to actually have an immediate impact on the economy, bring prices down, and then get government the hell out of your way. Yeah. I mean, that that's our goal. And that's the beauty of the house. We control the purse strings. The executive branch, for all their bluster, for all their overreach, right. They can't do it if they don't have the funds to do it. Those 87,000 IRS agents? That's top of the ticket. Yeah, re- First bill, yeah. they're gone. Okay. There is so much more that we have to discuss. However, we've gone on. Like when you get two people like us who talk a lot in the same room, uh, we tend to, we tend to, you know, well, talk a lot. Uh, so we're going to we're gonna split this podcast into two segments. This was part one with Congresswoman Kat Kamek. And tomorrow, uh, on a special Saturday edition of Mark K. Saves the Republic, part two of my interview with Kat Kamak, where we discuss impeachment of Joe Biden once the uh, once the Republicans take back the Congress here in just a few days. Also, if you'd like to watch this entire thing, guess what? Guess what? Guess what? The video of this entire podcast, uh, me, Kat, shooting the breeze about all things that you care about, is available on our Locals page. Go to markk.locals.com. If you're a member, it's there. You can watch it. If you're a supporter, you can watch the whole thing. And if you think we sound great, man, we look even better. Um, but if you're not a member, by all means, join. It's Mark K, M-A-R-K-K-A-Y-E dot com. Wait, hold on. Wait, Mark. I'm sorry, that's wrong. <laughs> it's Mark K, M-A-R-K-K-A-Y-E dot locals dot com. Join our fantastic Patriot community. Watch uh, this entire episode with me and Congresswoman Kat Kamek as we save the republic. And tune in tomorrow for part two.